Now the new lot, Series 7 is finally here and we are so excited to bring you guys some more inspirational stories from our amazing running community along with our usual brand of nonsense. Now this series we've committed to supporting and promoting some of the amazing local running communities out there. It's not paid advertising, just recognition of the hard work and great products that are available. This week's episode is brought to you in partnership with Personal Best Vests, the perfect race day memento for you or gift for a runner in your life. Personal Best Vests offers bespoke and personalised art prints of any club, charity or race t-shirt or vest complete with your name and any event finish time, bib number or fundraising amount, all framed and ready to display to commemorate your achievements. Prices start at just 20 quid and the team will work with you on any design including our turquoise takeover what the fartlek original print which is now available on their website so what are you waiting for man head over to personalbestvest.com check out what they're all about as an extra special thank you to our awesome podcast listeners you can chuck the code wtf15 in at checkout for 15% off your order that's personalbestvest.com and the code is wtf15 for 15% off. Huge love to Personal Best Vests. Now let's get on with a pack opening episode of Series 7. You know the drill. Hit the music. Are you alone? Groupie and are you enjoy your run? Back to take it easy, you're shooting a frag a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world of the run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in. Oh, Matthew Taylor. Hello. I'll tell you what, I'm excited. I'm, I'm more excited. Oh, yeah. Well, do you know what? Series 7 is finally here. It feels like we've been away for an absolute age. Um, but do you know why I'm really excited, Matt? Oh, go on. Well, because as agreed to, to you know, really kind of kick on and to help with the, the banter and, 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 and just really building on from the last series... We're doing exactly what we said we were going to do, and we're recording these segments face to face in the What the Fartlek studios together, aren't we? We certainly are. Yes, we are. Yeah. Yeah, we are, aren't we? Yeah. 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 We are. <laughs> aren't we? No, 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 we're not. Tell everyone why we're not in the What the Fartlek studios together, having a little bit of uh, lad time and bants as we get Series Seven started. Because <laughs> I'm a dickhead. Because you're a dickhead, right? Tell everyone why you're a dickhead. Because <laughs> I got drunk last night. <laughs> you got because you got really drunk last night and just decided that today was a write-off, didn't you? Yeah, we we're planning on a run run this morning. Um, yeah, I think nine o'clock start from your house. Yeah, uh, and then recording afterwards, and uh, it got to about half past nine, and I'd not turned up, and I was still asleep in bed. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, basically ruined my day. So thanks for that. Um, I've ruined your whole life. To be you have, you have just well, yeah, yeah. To be fair, it was simpler before you were in it. Um, <laughs> new, new seasons, new guests, new aspirations, yeah. new goals, renewed hope for some PBs, maybe. Same, same tidy, same dancer. old Barry Chuckle. Same old Barry Chuckle. Never change, Ewok. Never change. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series Seven, Episode One of the What the Fartlet Podcast. My name is Rob. And I am Matthew. Uh, and uh, yeah, you are a dickhead. And uh, I did have a little sulk at you this morning, but Paul Locke saved me for a little run. And uh, and of course now 
I get the privilege of waiting until you finish work and we're now recording at 11 o'clock at night. So that was the icing on the cherry on the cake, wasn't it? Um, but we've got a patch show, more importantly. Let's move on. Uh, my, I, When I saw your, your, your little face looking all hungover and tired after a long day at work, I couldn't stay mad at you. So let's just get on with it and bring the people what they don't even know they want. What's on the show today, mate? Ah, uh, right. So we're going to have a roundup of what we've been doing on our time. But and the time we've had off, that was hard work. God, yep. so, so rusty. Normal, normal uh, business is resumed. <laughs> uh, part run cup update with Ben and Emma. Looking forward to that. Uh, and also chatting all the way from Oslo, Norway, we've got Jevin Majid. Uh, an awesome new community challenge that Ben and Emma are also coming on to speak about. I'm super excited for that one. Uh, and the roll calls and the thank yous. Thank you. So the mm. tried and tested formula, but with a little bit of new stuff sprinkled in. Yes. Looking hey, forward to the show. Speaking of tried and tested, you sent me a text message and you said, hey, Rob, guess what? Uh, I think we should bring back Would You Rathers because you miss Would You Rathers, don't you? Um, yeah, I, th- I think they, they kind of were. We got some fun and laughter out of them sometimes. We, we got some really cheap Random laughs. Stuff. Some really cheap laughs out of those. Uh, well, I've got a Would You Rather for you. We'll keep oh. it running theme. Would you rather... Run a marathon in a snowsuit. Right. Run a marathon in a mankini. <laughs> you, you, you are talking to me, right? Yeah, this is a good point. It's the mankini, isn't it? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> the, yeah. Where do I sign up? <laughs> Come on, Borat's off. And you've got about as much body hair as him as well. So, yeah, yeah, um, right. yeah not, not, not even in question. Just, just no, get you. How, how warm would you be? Imagine all the sweat and the. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, but, no. but, imagine, but imagine everyone being able to see the outline of your tiny todger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just worried yeah. about the chafing. Oh yeah, it's gonna be there's gonna be some clapping ass cheeks, isn't there? Chafing, yeah, hundred percent. What about you? you, you... I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I'm not. I, I don't know. I don't normally answer these questions. They're just <laughs> they're, they're just designed to humiliate you. <laughs> <laughs> saying that it's got marathon in it so you'd be like no nope. yeah you're neither <laughs> what's the third option i'll take death please um uh yeah uh, i don't know um probably the mankini i reckon yeah. but i know a lot of vaseline <laughs> all the vaseline all the vaseline like multiple you look like multiple. A, a channel swimmer <laughs> yeah just top to toe just just coated in it every mile marker there's a tub double dip <laughs> dive uh okay yeah that yeah that would work out quite as well I hope, because you've got no shame uh right moving swiftly on we've had we've had about three four weeks of not being here talking to each other on the show How how's your running been mate um well to be honest mate i'll uh i'll i've started well <laughs> I've start, I, i'm back to normal oh you're not running <laughs> yeah i think i've run once with Sammy while I've been off, and that's about it. What's what's caused that? Injury or just a lack of? Idolitis, I think. Idolitis, yeah. Mm, big, big, big dose of idolitis. Yeah, just, just not fancying it. Just ugh, meh, just feeling meh. You know what I mean? It's it, I've, I've been cycling to work, to and from work every day. Um, that's like ten miles a day. So I've been rocking up like 50, 60 miles a week on on the bike. So. Uh, that's been keeping me ticking over, I suppose. But just running wise, nothing. I think I think the fact that the the watch is still knackered as well is is 
like, oh, oh here we go again. Set it well, all up on has, Strava. Has, has, has nobody set you a watch yet? <laughs> I'm not begging. I'm not begging because I've, 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 I've contacted Garmin actually. I've emailed Garmin and uh, I'm asking for a refurb one that I'm going to pay for. So uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Right. Well, I'm about maybe to... maybe that'll give me a kick up the arse. Maybe I've got to say I'm about to upgrade, so you can have my two three five if you want. But I don't know whether I should say that to you because I think you should still just buy one. But anyway, yeah, that's what I'm planning to do. So, I'll so tell you what, I, to get me out running, I think I think like I said, new new seasons, new hopes, new series, all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. I think to get me out running, I think I might pledge to to like start doing so many miles per week. And if I, if I don't do these miles, maybe somebody can come on and and call me out for it and. And challenge me to a forfeit or something, just to just to give me a kick up the arse, maybe. Matt, you don't do the forfeits that we set you anyway. Oh yeah, I still need to run a tin of beans, don't I? Down my pants. Yeah, yeah exactly. So you've weaseled out of that for the last <laughs> year. So I don't know why you think you'd stick to that. You just won't do it. You still in series two, you had a forfeit to wash my car. My car is filthy. <laughs> I've not wa- I've not washed it myself out of principle. <laughs> I just can't reach the roof. <laughs> yeah true it is it is quite high um yeah we could do that maybe not a forfeit but maybe we could keep you honest but mm. i but i do I understand something. yeah i mean we joke about it but i do understand the lull i understand why you know i mean it's ever since pendle isn't it you've, you've not felt 110 mm. percent. so mm. yeah it's tough and you've not got a lot to train for at the minute maybe booking a couple of races that might help yeah possibly yeah i think that's what i need to so i see all these people all the, all the far like family doing racing every weekend and yeah amazing people doing one one race a week and yeah just you get, you get a bit of FOMO, don't you but it's not enough for me to start with not enough to actually pay the money to book onto one yeah, yeah that's about right yeah so, so anyway so, that, that, enough, enough about me yeah enough about, <laughs> yeah, please, enough about all the all the running that i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> how's your running been going over the past four weeks yeah it's been all right mate i'm on full base build at the minute um so not trying not to take anything too seriously um i've not got any races booked or anything like that i mean not too dissimilar to you in the sense of i, I wouldn't say that my mojo is at an all-time high but i'm um i'm getting out there I'm probably running two three times a week i'm probably only clearing 10 15 miles at absolute most um per week but uh, enjoying running with people um went out with paul Locke today he was my willing and able substitute when you completely ghosted me um i went out with paul my friend sir on friday uh that was lovely little four mile uh trip around rother valley finishing at the pub uh really enjoyed that and then i've been just just spattering in a couple of little sort of tougher things um i did some tempo running last week i did uh what to do the week before i think a progressive the week before just just little bits and bats that just um a few hills here and there it's nothing to write home about, and I'm not. I've not raced or anything like that. Just park runs, enjoying the fart like family park run meetup we did at Widness. Yeah, Going to talk about awesome, that. Talk, oh, yeah, oh yeah, you did come, did you? Sorry. Mm. Um, uh, talk about that a bit later with Ben and Emma. So yeah, it's, it's nothing super exciting, mate, but it's ticking along. And one thing I am doing to keep myself on is I'm keeping a log. Like I know it sounds daft because like Strava's your log, but I find just physically again it sounds dead weird, but I've got a spreadsheet. And at the end of each week, I'm filling in the runs I've done. Ah, oh, right. And it's just, mm. it's, I, I'm quite enjoying it. It's weird, like a weird sense of satisfaction of being like run, rest, strength and condition, just plotting what I've done um, and then comparing it to the week before. Yeah. Good idea. Yep. Keeps you, keeps you honest, keeps you, keeps you motivated, I suppose. 
It sure does, my friend. Um, and that's about it. That's me. Just ticking along, enjoying things, having a good time, and missing doing the podcast. So very excited that we're back loud, live, better than ever, and uh, super excited for all the stuff we've got planned for Series 7. Mm, looking forward to the, the it's progressing. Looking forward to the it's progressing. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's Yorkshire for looking forward to it progressing. Mm. Is it? <laughs> Is it Yorkshire or is it just Tiny Man who can't talk properly? <laughs> Bit of both. Bit of both. A little from column A, a little from column B. Um, so that's that. So, yeah, good. Uh, glad, to, glad to be back. Glad to be back with you. Glad to uh, be back with the team. And speaking of the team, uh, I think we should, we've got a patch show. We don't want to turn this into another two-hour-plus episode. So should we just get straight over? You're not going to be involved in it because I've had to record it already while you were being asleep. Um, but uh, Ben and one recurring segment that we're coming back, people wanted it, so it's back. Uh, ben and Emma's Parkrun Tourism Adventures, a massive rundown of all the places they've been since the end of series six. Should we go over, go over and find out uh, about their adventures? Yeah, let's do it. And I am here for the first time this series, very excitingly, not with Matt, because he got too drunk last night. Um, well, you'll probably have already heard that in the previous segment, but I just want to ride him relentlessly for it the entire way through. He is a liability. So, But I've upgraded him and got the parkrun royalty power couple that is Ben and Emma back for Series 7. It's been three, four weeks without an update, guys. How are we doing? Really good, thanks. Oh. Oh, I've missed this. I've missed this. It's been weird not doing this every week. Yeah, not telling people about your purple sign. Um, uh-huh. You've had how many? How many part runs have you had that we've not been able to talk about? Three, Three four, four, four now. Four. One, one was very well publicised, as mm-hmm. uh, we know. There was a lot of us there, and and the other two, the first two were pretty low key. And this this weekend, we'll obviously tell you a bit more in depth about the weekend just gone, but. Yeah, we've we've obviously we've gone every week like we do, um, and yeah, we've we've been to some nice ones, and we've got a couple of little interesting stories from one or two of them. But but yeah, yeah. Have you been? Have you missed yeah. it? Uh, oh, obviously, always. I did get to see you at Parkrun, which is always a dream. But of course, I did miss you both. Uh, for anyone who's brand new, of course, to the What the Fartlet podcast, you might have stumbled across us for Series Seven. Ben and Emma are Parkrun obsessed to say the least, and uh, every week they come on to tell us about where they've been at Parkrun that week, and it usually ends in a story uh, that Ben got in some kind of fight with the run director because he didn't have a purple sign out. So, <laughs> uh, let's let's get right into it. Uh, let's do a bit of a whistle-stop tour, man, on, on, on the places you've been while we've been away. Okay, so, first week after last episode, we wanted something semi-flat, semi-fast, um, so we went to Long Eaton, which mm-hmm. is down in Nottingham. It's just off the M1, not far at all. Um, it is flat and fast. They they love their park run there. It's a lovely park. You run like a, almost a f- figure of eight, two laps, flat as a pancake. They've got they're that obsessed with it that they've got permanent um, graffiti, not graffiti, permanent marking on the paths for the start line, the finish line. There's permanent signs at the K markers on the way round, so you know how many Ks you've run. I'm, I've, I, I, out of all the park runs I've been to, I've not seen a park run that is as well signposted and ready for park run any day of the week. That, uh, but it's lovely. It's lovely. Good parking, free parking at the leisure centre. Uh, it's got toilet facilities. There's there wasn't a cafe. 
Um, but it was a good one. We had a good run. It was sunny. It was a bit bit windy on on the way back in on the two laps. But I got what I wanted, which was a fast one. Um, M ran pretty well as well. And yeah, all in all, long and it's a it's a great part. I'd been before. Um, it was a new location for M. So and we were in a bit of a rush, if I remember rightly, that Saturday. That's why we went long eaten. We were gonna go somewhere else a little bit further away, but we were in a hurry. So mm-hmm. quick trip down the M1, Long Eaton, tick it off. I loved it. It was course PB for me, we'll say. Two, uh, what did two, you two thumbs up. Did you enjoy it, Em? Yeah, it was a lovely one. Yeah, like you say, the part run obsessed there. Um, so we were just like, yeah, this is amazing. Absolutely. And I, I went down a couple of years ago in 2019 and they didn't have a purple sign. Now, mm-hmm. one of my things is because we go to a different park run every single week, if they haven't got a purple sign, I'm never going to go back if they do ever get a purple sign. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> but luckily... They do now have a purple sign. So I managed to get a picture with the Long Eaton purple sign. So there you go. All, it, all is well in the world of purple signage at Long Eaton now. Good, good. And, and no, nobody had to suffer um, no. if it was out. Um, Brilliant. So Long Eaton is a definite recommendation. What else did you get up to, guys, in our, in our down season? So the week after we went over Manchester Way, um, that was a Fibonacci, wasn't it? So we did Chatterton Hall. Um mm-hmm. That was four laps. Was it four and a bit laps? Um, they said there's like a, a nasty hill in it, but it's so short and sharp that when, as soon as you're on it, you're off it. Mm-hmm. Then there's a weird little loop that goes around kind of like a little um, rose garden. So I think looking at it, they were saying on the stats, it's one. it says it's like one of the slowest in the in the country looking at the results. So you kind of think, oh, God, this course is going to be really hard. But it's not. It's just got a lot of twists and turns. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of a purple sign story with this one. Oh God! What yes. do you do okay, so so we, it's a very small event. I think there were only about 70 people did it that day. But but beforehand, I went to the run director. Now I'd seen in previous images that there was a purple sign there. So we stood there at the start, and I can't see it. So I went up to Mr. Run Director and I said, "Excuse me, do you, where's the purple sign?" And you, you tell him, because it, it hurts. <laughs> He's getting too wound up. He said he's been destroyed by user error. What? So I don't know if you've ever seen, like, if you've seen a purple sign, they're a bit like the pop-up tents where you've got to fold it in a particular way to get it back in the bag. And obviously somebody must have just got really angry with it and broken it. Oh, no. Absolutely ridiculous. So so what happened? Uh, Well, Ben just walked away in disgust. It was like he said he had been destroyed and used error. And Ben just, he just didn't have the... I didn't even really, I didn't acknowledge him. I just, I just turned around and looking back, I, I should have asked who destroyed it. And I was, you know what? I, I was going to say, I feel like you've probably taken the higher ground there because knowing you, I'm surprised you didn't go and find the person and fold them into a bag. I was, I was, <laughs> I was speechless. I was angry. I was <laughs> confused. Uh, how, how the hell do you put one of them away? wrong what's wrong with some people um you are a purple sign pro though yeah yeah okay i know how to fold a purple sign but but yeah it just seemed a bit it seemed a bit silly and basically we were a bit dubious about his story yeah but but anyway chatterton all it's it's a great park run it's uh 
nice little park you you go straight down a hill to start with you run along the side of the river and then you've got a really short little sharp hill which is probably only about 20 meters long and it's it just goes up and around the rose garden and yeah it's, it's a good park run um like I say, not very busy, but it was Fibonacci, so that's another one ticked off for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and it had a nice, really nice cafe that one actually, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, stuck in stuck in the 20th century though by not accepting card payments. Oh. Um, Post COVID as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, just had some weird, really weird selection of food. Like you could have like full English and stuff, or you know, cake, but then they had like pie or like stew and dumplings. <laughs> But like sat out, I'm like it's it's half past. What it? What are them cafes where they sold pretty much anything and everything <laughs> really food wise? Um, but yeah, it was lovely, and and we sat by the bowling green eating a tea cake, and uh, Marco rung us that day, didn't he? What what had Marco been up to that day? He had a purple sign story from that day. He didn't have one. No, he didn't. He didn't have a purple sign. I remember. There you go, Marco. You've had your shout out now. Yeah, what um, and. Yes, the Chatterton Hall, lovely, lovely park run. Again, it's, it's only a very small car park. I think there's 15 cars in the car park. Obviously, it doesn't get that many people, but if you get there early enough, you can get a spot in the car park. Otherwise, you, you've got some busy main roads. and uh, Yeah, but but I'd definitely recommend it as one of the Manchester ones to do. So, And it's quite easy to get to off the M62 uh, onto the M60. So, yeah, definitely recommend that. Um, it, it, it feels like you're migrating across the country from east to west now, because because uh, then you uh, you went somewhere further down the M62, didn't you? We did indeed. We did indeed. Why don't you tell everyone about this one, Rob? Because uh, you were there and a whole bunch of other people were there. We were. We had a fart like family meetup at Witness. Um, I'm I'm more. I mean, I've run Witness probably 40 times, so there's no real kind of excitement from my perspective. It's just four laps of a park I used to drink cider in when I was 14. Um, I'm more. I mean, how did you guys find it? It's not the most awe-inspiring of courses, but friendly marshals. Yeah, yeah, really friendly. And we also had Joe and Polly um being cheerleaders that morning. So yes, every lap got those filming us taking photos cheering us on which can they come every week and do that because that yes was it. yeah that was very helpful and of course we were there celebrating the fact that our wonderful josephine has finished chemotherapy um oh, so that was great. a lovely lovely speech from the run director because rob corns had uh, let them know we were coming yes so, yeah big big shout out to rob corns and a big congratulations yeah. to rob corns and his wife yeah. nick who have just announced that they are pregnant uh amazing stuff uh but yeah there you go and how about Esposito's coffee house afterwards, more importantly, Ben and Emma? Um, I had the most ridiculously sized uh, doorstep Mass- toast. Massive, isn't it? It's pretty much a loaf yeah. of bread cut in half. Yeah. Literally. And uh, what, did, what did I have? I had a breakfast ciabatta. Yeah. That was amazing. Sausage, bacon and egg in a ciabatta. Um, Turned around and Penfold's having an ice cream for breakfast. Yes, yeah, yeah. so was Simon. Run, fat boy, run, Simon. Yeah. He had an ice cream for breakfast. Um, yeah. But lovely park. Listen, I, I, I loved it. I mean, people said it's quite fast and I believe it is a fast park. I did. I ran I ran a pretty good time. It was good because me and Jack ran together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, we had a good run together. It was the week after my marathon and I worked on the theory of when I ran Manchester back in October last year, the weekend after I went to Isabel Trail and ran a park run PB. So I thought, Do you know what, sod it, I'm going to try again. Yep. Um, it didn't quite work out. It wasn't a flat out and back like Isabel Trail is. It's got a ever such a slight slope up one side and then you get 
you get the downhill on the other side. But there was a little bit of a headwind going up the slope and and my legs, uh, yeah, they'd not fully recovered from the marathon yet. So, but, but me and Jack did all right. I think we came like fifth and sixth that day. Um, mm-hmm. I just dusted him over the line to get my position bingo, position Obviously. five. See you he, later, Penfold. Yeah, he, he, he thought he was going to have me, but I just took off and stormed past him. Uh, whatever Jack says in uh, in argument against that is false and incorrect, by the way. Um, yep. yep um so yeah i got position bingo that day which was good wasn't it um what else did i get that day i think i got a stopwatch bingo that day as well so i mean we've been ticking off park on 5k out challenges while we've been away yeah an extra few positions extra few stopwatches fibonacci's locations um so so yeah witness witness was amazing it was lovely seeing you lot lovely seeing so many people together lovely to see joe out and about again socializing and Mm -hmm having completed a chemo and lovely to see Andy Bradley and Nadine and Kelly and Claire and all the people from over that side of the country. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it so. was. And and I think can we just finish the witness part by telling the story of one of you and none of you will own up to it. But of course, Sammy couldn't join on Saturday morning because she was working. So I uh, I got her a piece of cake and I put it in a bag to take back for her. And somebody decided to use that bag as a bin. So Sammy got a tea soaked, rubbish soaked uh, piece of gingerbread uh, cake. And uh, and we don't know who it was because no one will own up to it. But I know it was one of you. So thank tea? you. Mm. Who had tea? Yeah. Wasn't me. I didn't know anything about this. Yeah, well, I had my coffee in the car still as we were driving home, so it can't have been me. Um, Oh well, right. Well, we didn't we didn't know about that, and they had a purple sign. Can we just point out the purple sign? And and they were very accommodating with said purple sign. They let you haul it wherever you wanted for all your photos. They didn't have a choice. Ben was going to do that anyway. So. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd eyed it up. As soon as we walked into the park, it, my, my eyes are just transfixed to the purple. Until I see purple, I'm not happy. And yep. walking into the park, as soon as we came around the corner of the cafe, you lot were there, but I saw the sign first. And uh, <laughs> Thanks, mate. I, I, <laughs> I, know, I, I know where I stand in your list of priorities, just under the purple sign. That second's good. It's not too bad. Um we employed the the photographer as well, didn't we? He was very obliging. We we yep. moved the sign into two different positions, and uh, I let him take a load of pictures of us in one position, and then he went and sat back down with his girlfriend, and then I was like, right, come on, we're going on to the grass. So I had to call him back, and he was yeah, it was very obliging. I think he looked a little bit pissed off the second time, but uh, understandably so, yeah. yeah. But but he did he did a decent job, and we all got good pictures, and we we swarmed Instagram with uh, not only a turquoise takeover, but also. Uh, some decent purple purple sign pictures. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and slyly superimposing Matt's head onto everything. So that is uh, witness. So that's a whistle tour of where you've been since you've been gone. Uh, but more importantly, guys, where were you this week? So go on, M. You tell them. Uh, we went to Wollerton Hall Park Run down in Nottingham. Um, so we're in Nottingham this weekend for the ice hockey playoffs, just drinking lots of beer and mm-hmm. eating all of the beige food, as Ben said. Um, so this is in a deer park, which. Lovely. It's notorious it's been cancelled quite a few times because the deer have been on the course. So that was a bit of a worry that we might turn up and they might say, look, we're going to have to cancel because the deer are in the way. But thankfully they weren't. We didn't see any deer. 
<laughs> well, I just, but no, I, I thought that was going to be the point of this story. You know, I went to a day part, there were no day. Right, okay, just, yeah. part, just part then, yeah. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Very oh dear, good. Oh, oh, we started the series off strong. Sorry, Emma, please continue. Um, yeah, apparently there's some deer there somewhere, but we didn't see them. Yep. But yeah, um, it's a beautiful course. I'm going to say top ten. It's got to be in the top yeah. ten. Really pretty. Um, one lap. I like a one lapper, especially after a week of doing a four lapper and a four and a half lap. Um, it's it's got a couple of climbs. Yeah, you, you start off on a big long drag next to a massive open field, and it's it's a long drag and We'd already eyed up the elevation, um, so we kind of knew what we were in for. So there were there were no hard efforts going in, but I, I knew there was a bit of a hill. And as you can see, it, it just climbs up, and I thought that that's it. Um, so I thought I, I'll give it a bit of a push up this first hill, and then you t- you get to the top of that hill, you turn a corner, and you've got another hill to go up, which we didn't know about. So it was it was quite a hilly start, to be fair. Um, but then you get a massive downhill, you go flying down in. Uh, flying down the hill you go along some uh, cut across some grass round a lake um lovely lake and then it's basically all uphill until that final straight which you started on um so the last mile you've you've got a nice big hill to climb up um but yeah it was, it was great it's good course um not many marshals out there but the ones that were out there were very fun and excitable um one I'd never heard a comment I'd never heard before as we were coming down the hill on the on the way out was uh, pain is just the French word for bread. Yeah, that's top tier. That I'm, I'm, I'm I enjoyed that. Yep, good. <laughs> yeah, this is one guy who was, he had his kids with him and they're all jumping and screaming. He's like, "Come on, guys, pain is just the French word for bread." And I was like, "He's, he's right, actually. I think you pronounce it differently, but yeah. I." But the logic is still there. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, so yeah, it was a good run. Good run. We both we both had a pretty steady run. Um, did we? We didn't get. I don't think we got anything on position or stopwatch this week, did we? Because it's quite, I think there's probably 200, they normally get about 250 runners. Um, so I finished in 108th. So this is one way you could get your top 10. Mm, yes. I'm never going to finish in top 10. So I need to finish in 100 and something. Yep. But yeah, I think I got 109 or 108 and I needed 107 or something like that. There's no way of knowing that. No. You, know, you just think, why well, didn't I just be that annoying person sprint past someone for no reason? But oh well. Yeah. <laughs> whereas, whereas I did the opposite. I, I, I was in. I knew I was somewhere around about the top ten to fifteen positions, and I didn't. The the earliest positions I need now are either first place, hundred and first place, or twenty fourth. So I, I knew I didn't need anything. So this this guy had been breathing down my neck for the whole run. So as we were coming down the final straight, which is downhill, I was just like, come on, off you go, off you go. Come on, mate, go, go. And he just sprinted off past. So uh, I was nowhere near a position bingo. And stopwatch wise, I, I couldn't remember. And I, I just didn't have the heart to get my phone out and check on the way downhill. No, so, no, no. Um, but it was lovely. I mean, the sun was out. It was. It's a lovely park. You do have to pay for parking. There's lots of parking on site um it's not too far off junction 26 of the motorway um lovely cafe toilets were open there before and the cafe afterwards it was good coffee it was nice coffee wasn't it 
had a decent coffee. Parking, how much was parking? Not that expensive. pounds for two hours, but I think it'd be well worth, you know, going around maybe. We were a bit like, oh, we've got to go because we needed to get off and get showered. We needed to get a beer. Yeah, get on with the ice hockey. 10 o'clock and we needed to go and get a beer so so yeah we we didn't hang around too long but uh but yeah i mean for, if you go for a couple of hours once you run park run you can have a good wander around and maybe you might see a deer um so we didn't do um but yeah definitely recommend it like em said it's in terms of location and and course and scenery etc it's definitely up there in the top 10 um and i've done well, with all these different locations, I've racked up to my 70th different location now. So, wow. Wow. so you know what you're talking about. I've done a few now. I've done a few. Yeah. Um, M did a 50. Where was your 50th? Was that Shoopley? Oh, that was shit. Yeah, that were a while ago, wasn't it? I thought we might have done that. In, I've forgotten that we did that before. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're up to – I've done 70 now. And, well, coincidentally, Witness was my 69th different event and somebody finished 69th position, didn't they? Yeah. Well, the, well, there you go. That's that's just what Witness does to you. It's a na- natural aphrodisiac. It's to do with the chemicals in the air. But there you go. 69s all around that day. Um, yeah. but, but moving on, yeah. So that, that was Wallerton. Um, lovely purple sign. Fine. In fact, I was stood, in the, I was stood at the front um and bless him i i hope he don't listen but he might be um i was stood at the front and this guy came up to me and he's like hey they've got a purple sign for you this week and I look <laughs> at i'm thinking you obviously listen to the podcast and you must follow me but i don't know who you are i'm sorry i just oh. went yeah thank, thank god i spied it as soon as i came in and and afterwards he obviously tagged me in his post later that day, and I do actually follow him, Mr. Right. Beardy Runs, Beardy Man Runs, I think it yes. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely chap, lovely chap, really nice. And then his uh, Vic Runs was there as well, and um, yeah, they were taking pictures. But I took their picture with the purple sign just to make sure they got a decent picture. Yeah, yeah, got to call in the professionals. Absolutely, and they yeah. took our picture in return, so that was nice. Um, well, there you yeah, go. Wallerton's lovely and uh, and the people were nice and yeah it was a good run. So, excellent, excellent. You up to date in terms of where we've been four weeks? We, we are up to date. I don't know why we thought we'd get this segment done in ten minutes, guys. It's been twenty, but it's been an absolute rivet and a riot as always. And I'm very excited to be sharing the rest of the series with you and finding out where you go all around the country on your parkrun adventures. Now, the most important thing to say though is that normally in series six, this would be the only time I'd get to speak to you. We'd be um, uh, we'd be saying adieu until the following week when we'd find out about the next place you've been to on your travels. But that's not the case this week, is it? No, 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 no. We've uh, we've got something else exciting to announce. Um, we've obviously got cup update, which we have done the live draw for the semi-final, as yep. you're listening now. Um, yep. And we can't tell you who's in the semi-final against Because the- we haven't done the draw yet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's just let's just breeze over. Let's breeze over, breeze over. More importantly, we've got a brand new community challenge. It's parkrun themed. It's our brand new parkrun league, and we're going to mm-hmm. keep people's whistles wetted because before we get you guys back on to talk all about that, we're going to jump over and talk to our main event for the week. We're going to go and chat to the awesome, direct from Oslo, Norway, at Jevi Majid. 
Right then, gang, Series 7 is here and we are starting strong with an international flavour, no less, as we jet set to Oslo, Norway for chats with another member of our amazing running community. My guest today has made it her mission to balance life as a single parent of two girls with a full-time career, marathon training and promoting awareness around the importance of physical movement to both our body and our mind. She also champions diversity and representation in running, spreading a message of inclusion that was and was the first uh, ever minority woman to appear on the cover of Runners World uh, Norway. I cannot wait to kick off this series by finding out more about the running journey of the awesome Jevi Majid. Jevi, how are we doing today? Uh, I'm great, thank you. How are you? Yes, good, thank you. Have you had a chance to get out for a run yet, importantly? <laughs> Funnily enough, that was a plan today, but I'm absolutely knackered. <laughs> I'm taking a well-deserved rest day, which I... is fine because I have been active the last few days. So, yeah. Nothing wrong with a rest day. I don't have the excuse of being knackered. Someone's just asked me if I want to go to the pub, so I've decided to do that instead of running. So <laughs> I've not quite got I've not quite got that uh, to no. fall back on. So um, loads to talk about today. Dead, dead excited. Thank you so much for coming on and being uh, the first guest of Series 7, starting strong. Um, why don't we start where we start all these conversations? For anybody who might not know you, might not be aware of your journey so far, why don't you just tell everyone how you first got into running? Sure. Um, that was, a, I reckon, about five years ago. I remember being in a friend's kitchen. This was, I think, New Year's Eve, eating some yummy cake with my bare hands <laughs> and feeling, <laughs> oh, I don't feel very healthy right now. Maybe it's time to do something about that. And I think the day after is the first time I went for an actual run. Mm -hmm. And growing up, I've always been kind of an active person. But then life started and I had children and that became something that I didn't prioritize. But that uh, that evening, I think I made a decision that I was going to start prioritizing myself. And I went for my first run. I think I did about 3K with loads of breaks. I came home and I remember at the time telling my ex-husband, I did a 3K run. And he was like, I'd normally do 10K. And that was it. I was bitten by the bug because I felt like, oh, really? I'll show you. Yeah. And that's a spirit. I just I think from there on, I just went on running uh, relentlessly. Uh, after 15 months, when I first started, I actually ran London Marathon 2018, wow. which was the hottest marathon I think yeah. they've had in a while. So, yeah, from there, it's just been something that has been become a part of my life that I haven't been able to kind of shake off or it's gone. It's become something that I'm bored of. It's something I absolutely love. I've started running groups both in Nottingham, England. Um, I started one in Oslo before the pandemic uh, came and ruined everything. Yep. Uh, you know, I've been part of different brands in terms of running um, and races. So it's been ingrained in the whole my whole being. Um, and through running, I feel like I found my voice. Uh, I found that, oh, I can do hard things. I can run a marathon and I can run because... That is something I enjoy doing. You know, it's not something that you, you're meant to do because you have to do it. You do it because you want to do it to benefit you. So my running journey has been like uh, it's been an amazing journey where I feel like it's completely overhauled my personality in a very positive way from yeah. being an introvert, reserved, quiet person who doesn't like. I don't know, a lot of attention or doesn't like to speak up, isn't very confident to suddenly being someone who runs marathons or runs half marathons before breakfast and is quite confident now and is willing to speak up. Was that your first marathon, London? Absolutely. I remember I had just started running in, say, January. Um, and then 
my colleague at the time, I, I work for a domestic uh, abuse uh, support agency, said to me, uh, I challenge you to run London Marathon next year. And I was like, <laughs> as if. Mm-hmm. And I knew that that is a ridiculous amount of a di- distance that I am not capable of doing because I had just ran a 10K uh, for charity. Uh, and they were quite impressed. <laughs> and I was impressed that I ran that distance and got a medal. You know, the yep, whole yep. race scene was completely new to me. So I looked into it, actually, and I did register for uh, Mind, the mental health charity, and got a place and had to then raise two grand (laughs) in addition to marathon training. I mean, those are the most challenging and difficult days, I remember, because it was tough. It wasn't easy. And this is how it just like the ball was just getting bigger and bigger and the interest was getting bigger and bigger. And people around me were like what is this thing about Jevian running? You know, what was she trying to do here? Especially in my community. And my in-laws at the time were just like, oh, so you think you're more fair or something? (laughs) Or, you know, you're going to be really slow. So you're going to take a very long time when you run the marathon. And I was kind of like determined then that I was definitely going to complete it. But unfortunately, I did get injured uh, while marathon, whilst marathon training. And I went to my consultant and he was like, you got shin splints. If you run a marathon, you will break both your legs. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> so yeah. as every any runner will tell you, you know, you kind of just think, yeah, I'm all right. And then still go ahead with the training, perhaps. And that's what I did, because I felt like this was more than just achieving the medal for me this was a bigger thing I had to show myself I could do it and I had to show those around me who doubted me that I could do it yeah. so yeah. I ran uh, the up till the half marathon I ran the whole thing the last um, half marathon of the marathon was so hard mm-hmm. but I completed it it took a while and I'm very proud I remember finishing and just thinking if you've done that Jevi you can do anything you know so that has been uh, amazing that is definitely something that completely changed my outlook on myself and my capabilities and, and not a bad place to do it London it's, uh, it's a pretty special not. experience isn't it most amazing experience I would say and especially because that year everyone had been training in winter snow you know it was terrible and on the day it was like 25 degrees and a lot of people collapsed I think one person actually died because of the heat yeah, yeah I yeah. remember then going back to see my consultant a few weeks later hiding my medal under my top because he had he didn't know I was going to I was going to race and then completed so I showed it to him I just quickly grabbed it and I said look I did run it and he was overjoyed but also kind of concerned like are you all right are your legs yeah. okay I'm like, I was fine you know nothing happened I'm not saying that that's a good idea for anyone out there who's injured but for me it it worked out and he was absolutely pleased and very proud of me so it's a it's been a very memorable I think experience. Good, good. And then, so I imagine that you spoke about London being quite a pivotal moment for you, being able to prove to yourself that you could do it, that you could overcome um, anyone who might have been doubting. More importantly, you could prove to yourself that you could do it. I imagine that that then became a launch pad for for what has then become this incredible journey that you've been on. Absolutely. I think that showed me that, you know, you can do hard things, which means you can do more than what you're doing at the moment. I had started a running group while I was marathon training as well, mind mm-hmm. you. So I had done the leadership in running fitness course. Uh, I had started my own running group at the time and I carried on. I remember uh, a few days after I ran London Marathon, I was back training with my girls and 
you know, doing that has really sort of because it was important for me to show representation. When I started running, there weren't a lot of people that looked like me who was who were running. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of felt I did a run. I think it was in Derby where I probably was the only person of color and I stood out like a sore thumb. And I, yeah. I thought to myself, I need to change this. So for me, it was all about, OK, we need to have a running group for women from uh, minority backgrounds only so that we can in, uh, sort of in, involve them in this movement. Why is running beneficial? Most people might, might just go to the gym, you know, or to other exercise classes indoors. So to show them the benefits, I started the running group. I also started this hashtag diversity in running um, and started talking uh, on my social media platform uh, about diversity in running that we need to be represented represented so that more women can feel like, oh, if she can do it, I can do it. You know, so it's achievable Um, and you can't be where you can't see something I've heard a lot being said in representation matters. So that has been something that I'm very passionate about. So I've kind of used my platform to spread that message yeah and, and, and an incredibly important message and mm-hmm. and it, it is you running as a as a sport as a hobby whatever you want to call it um it it, it, it is something that I mean you've spoke quite much more eloquently than I can put it there about the the mental uh, benefits as well as the physical benefits and and making that accessible to everybody is hugely important um and making people feel like it's for them as well talk to me then about how the journey then developed coming out of london marathon starting to champion the causes um mm. starting to, to to work within the groups what what happens next uh, i did become part of obviously asics front runner team mm. uh, just around the time i actually think i ran london marathon so that became a, a big part of my whole running life uh, getting to know running friends some, someone who had the same thing in common as you wearing all the best running kit that perhaps was available. And, you know, the running shoes aren't exactly cheap. They're expensive. So having all of that accessible to you, um, I then felt uh, at some point I came to a point where I had way too much. uh, And Mm -hmm. I just thought, I don't need all this. And that's when I thought about, uh, a lot of people may remember, I started something called the Runner's Renew program, which was Mm -hmm. like a recycling program where I started collecting running shoes to donate to people who were less fortunate or community groups who wanted to maybe start going for walks who had decent shoes to wear. Yep. Uh, that's what I did. I think I I received a lot of donations from people on Instagram, from ASICs themselves, uh, my own shoes, and gave a lot to women in my running group, to um, other community groups. Um, and it was about 60, 70 uh, pairs I think in the end until I, I moved back to Norway so that was a very uh, pivotal point in my running journey where I felt like I because for me it's always been about if if you're benefiting from something you know you should then share it how can you then use your position your, your to help others so for me it's always been about how can I get you know help someone else how can I lift someone else up with that position that I have or uh those benefits that I perhaps have so it's not been all about oh look I did a run look at me I'm amazing you know I, yeah I do that sometimes which is brilliant for other people who do that but for me it's about but I want to empower other women you know I want other women to be look at me and just think I, I want to be be inspired by my journey mm-hmm. so starting the running groups becoming an ASICS front runner starting this project when there's a new program taking part in loads and loads of races, becoming quite experienced in, oh, this is how the race scene works, networking with other runners, 
using my Instagram, uh, obviously, to get to know other runners. It's been, uh, yeah, five years <laughs> of just enjoying my actually journey, my running journey and using my sort of platform and uh, being that person who I feel like I kind of spearheaded the the running scene for a lot of BME women who mm-hmm. uh, luckily I now see that is quite quite normal, especially in England for a South Asian woman to be a runner. That's not necessarily the case in Norway, you know. No. <laughs> I still get double takes when I go out for a run because it's not the norm here. Running is a very ethnically white sport here, and especially for the uh, elite person. So when I speak to people about running here, they're just like, yeah, but that's not really a thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's very hard to break down those barriers. And by being out there, it's not for me about plastering my face everywhere, but it's spreading the message that, you know, I want you to join me. Let's do this together kind of thing. And I want you to feel the benefits that I felt because as a single mom to two sometimes challenging kids, I must say, one's a teenager <laughs> and one's a very difficult child, you know, who works full time, um, who has at one point I was studying um, and who's also marathon training and partaking in races and all these things. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. But if I can do it, so can other women do it. I mean, it's it's a matter of choosing yourself. Uh, so for me, throughout this whole uh, journey, as you call it, very eloquently, uh, mm-hmm. I have learned that you must place yourself somewhat high in the priority list because, uh, you know, it's that amazing quote that I live by, you can't pour from an empty cup, very much applies to me in my life. Because sometimes I'm like today, I had a long, tiring day at work and I I could have gone for a run and just like ran through it all and process my emotions but I'm tired. Yep. <laughs> so today I'm just like, we're all good. You know, I'm all right. I'll run tomorrow. So it's not a way to punish myself. If my, if my body's tired, I'm, I'm going to allow myself to just calm down. Because I know on Saturday I got a PB. I've had, I did two gym sessions the two days before. So it's all good. So being kind to yourself, learning that self-compassion, but also thinking, yes, I'm a mom. Yes, I'm a colleague. Yes, I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a mother. All those things. But I'm, I'm also me. I'm my own person. So mm-hmm. I need to put myself first. So take that half an hour, hour out for yourself is my message. No, it's a, it's a really good one uh, and a very valid one as well. We often put too much pressure on on what's on the plan or what's directly in front of us, don't we? And, and it's yeah. and it is, it's a really relevant uh, thing to say. At the end of the day, there'll always be another run the next day yeah. or the next week or th- there is more to life than it. And it's all about finding that balance. And, and I think it's really well put to say, you know, be kind to yourself. Um, what one thing that I wanted to, to touch on, you, you've alluded to it, and, and you actually started um, uh, talking about it a little bit, and I'd love to talk about it a little bit more. Um, you mentioned about the differences um, in the running community and representation, and and, and being an Asian woman um, in Norway compared to, to 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 in the UK. Now, of course, you moved back to Norway um during your running journey did that reframe things for you did it mean that you had to change up your goals that you had to rethink your approach or was it just more of the same and and I'm going to keep driving this message of of positivity of inclusion of representation uh, no matter where I am absolutely um I'm lucky, you know, when I was in England, I, I feel like it's a very diverse country. I, I this that is the element of England that I absolutely love. Uh, you can be as different as you want. There's so many backgrounds. It's inclusive. Uh, it's become more and more inclusive. Uh, and you know, I love that aspect of of that country. But when I came to Norway, um, 
I felt very alone in my message because there's no one else doing what I'm doing. Literally, I think I'm the only Pakistani, Pakistani Norwegian woman in Norway at the moment who has an account on fitness and who is, you know, posting the kind of content I'm posting. Um, and it does raise eyebrows because it's not something a, a lot of people are not willing to maybe put themselves out there like I am. Um, but for me, it's always been about sharing that, you know, that message of health and well-being and the fact that it's okay to do so because it doesn't have to be a taboo or certain pictures don't have to be taken in a sexual manner. Mm-hmm. It, me and my fitness journey it's not me in a sports bra because I just want to you know show off my skin for Mm -hmm. me that's what I feel comfortable in but those are the kind of things that I constantly have to bear in mind here there's that aspect and obviously the fact that there's hardly any Asian women doing anything like that in Norway so I feel quite alone in my journey and to get them you know these big magazines or sports brands to um, represent it's like talking to walls because they're not listening. And in England, I didn't come across that um, necessarily. I mean, it was hard in the beginning, but eventually, you know, we became part of the scene. But here, it's, it's just not really something that they have to do. So I still keep trying to, I mean, I've been in um, magazines and newspapers and I've talked on, um, I think, um, different programs about the, the fact that representation is important. You need to reflect the society that we live in. And they say uh, they agree and nod their heads. But when it comes to action, there is no action. So that's what's disappointing, which is why I'm really proud and glad that Runners World Norway actually did cover, uh, did a front cover with me and ch- chose to share my story. So there's a long way to go. There's a lot. Uh, there's a message that is in this is the fact that we need people, more people like me to do what I'm doing to try and champion that voice. So my children, when they're older or even now, when they go into a news agent and they see those pictures in the magazines, they see someone that looks like their mom. So they can think this is achievable. I want to do that. That's a role model because for them, maybe, you know, running is ingrained in their life now because mom does it. But that wouldn't be the case necessarily for anyone else. Uh, so I think I'm trying to break down those barriers. But I have to say it's the most difficult thing doing that in all because they are not used to someone doing perhaps what I'm doing. Um, and I just don't want to be a token brown person. I have a message <laughs> to come yeah. with here. And it's important that I get to relay that because we need more women doing what I'm doing. And yeah, so it's been a bit of a challenge. Uh, and also in terms of being on Instagram, you know, sharing a journey. I heard a meme the other day that said that Muslim women who share their <laughs> Instagram publicly are the bravest soldiers <laughs> because you do get scrutinized you do have people raising eyebrows thinking oh she is showing too much skin oh she is doing you know it's a bit like there's not all negativity I do get a lot of positive feedback especially from women who think oh you're an inspiration you're motivational and I'm gonna go for a run and all or I'm gonna go to the gym or when do when do you get time for that and it's like, I make time. I have to, because otherwise, you know, it won't happen. So, but you, yeah, you constantly and scrutinize. And that's, I think, the hardest part about doing all the things that I do. Yeah, yeah. And But the thing is, it, it's such an uphill battle and, and, and it's great that you're shining light on it. And, and, and it's wonderful to talk to you and, and hear about it and, and, and understand more because, 
there is so much more that should be done and, and, and could be done. Um, but it's 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 really really inspirational. I think is it's a very apt and, and relevant word that you that you are taking those steps and that you are trying to stand at the forefront of it. Um, you mentioned about social media, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and you talked about um, how there is scrutiny on that. Um, and and there certainly is, and, and also the positives as well. How have you found that social media, maybe Instagram in particular, because we, we we have a a lot of a, a pretty big community on Instagram uh, that, yeah. that listens to the podcast. How how have you found that that has sort of aided your journey, aided your message, um, maybe brought you closer to like-minded people? But equally, has there been any? I know you talked about the scrutiny, but any specific kind of struggles or difficulties or dark sides of it that have. That, that, that have inhibited it or, or 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 kind of made you question yourself at times oh, oh absolutely i mean instagram has been a, a very important part of who i am as a runner actually because i've met some amazing people the running community is amazing and that especially in england i mm. mean there are some individuals that i've never met but they're like the closest of friends uh now because of you know because again they perhaps might not know you but they really cheering you on and you really have your back. And I absolutely love that. You know, you might have done a run and you've got all this positive feedback coming your way or you've done a PB. And it's just it's overwhelming sometimes. It's that's the best part of Instagram is all the support you do get. And mm-hmm. often then from people that you don't actually personally know. But then on the other hand, you have the people that you do know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had some unfortunate experiences from like childhood friends who follow literally everything you're doing, who comment on nothing, like nothing, but you know that you're a hot topic when that you are being talked about because yeah. you're making odd choices or different choices. They're not odd. I'm doing something different. You know, I'm carving the path for my children because I I I want this to be the norm for them. I don't want them to think twice about, oh, can I wear this? Can I do this? Uh, just because they're Muslim women. So for me, it's been overwhelmingly positive. I do get a lot of positive feedback, and then especially from women. And I, th- I guess the drawbacks are that because you are putting yourself out there, anyone can watch you, anyone can say things. Uh, and my mom gets gets very apprehensive, especially because there have been times, and this is the thing about being a Pakistani Muslim woman, is I posted a picture of me jumping in shorts Mm-hmm. I think I was on a shoot in Grand Canaria and um, to me there was nothing wrong with that picture but she found out from a different source that there was mm-hmm. a picture of me doing that and she rang me and had a massive go at me and said no you do not get to do that because you have family in Pakistan who might be watching and that is not cool and I was like mom I, I didn't honestly know what to say and my mom scares me so I promptly deleted that picture. So it's things like that. I mean, I'm a 40-year-old woman, you know. So those aren't necessarily things that anyone else might experience. But in in our community, it's quite sort of, you have to follow certain unwritten rules. Mm-hmm. And I try and push those boundaries. And I do um, because I want to. And I think it's it's high time that we do. And it's not about exposing yourself. It's about showing that you love this and you can love this wearing that. You know, I don't have necessarily for me, it's a personal choice not to wear anything that covers my head. And I absolutely respect and love those that do. But I want to wear what I feel comfortable in without being judged for uh, for someone thinking, oh, my God, she's, you know, they might demean you. They might look down on you because you're wearing a sports bra at the gym or because you wore uh, shorts. And those are like things that I have to deal with on a daily basis. I have to rethink my choices of what I'm going to post. 
am I wearing enough? Am I, sh- uh, you know, showing too much skin? Recently, I had to go- have a proper detox on my Instagram and delete a lot of posts because I was getting a lot of feedback. And the, the unfortunate thing is it's normally from very close uh, family yeah. that that have a say in it. No one else cares, I don't think, but they're quite concerned about people talking. So again, it's the whole thing about what will people say? You know, the one sentence that has ruined so many lives. And for someone who's as grown woman as me, has two children, has a life experience, I'd like to actually do whatever I want. But I have to be tread carefully and just think twice about what I post out there. I don't want to fall out with family members. But at the same time, I want to be true to myself. So that balance is exhausting. <laughs> it can be very hard. Yeah, so. I, 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 I can only imagine. I certainly cannot empathise. And it's it's one of those really really interesting uh, topics that always comes up when we talk about about privilege and, and what privilege actually means and and you know even just down in a running context that I as a white man can can wear pretty much whatever I want I mean how many how many white blokes do you see um at races who decide to whip the top off and just run in a pair of shorts and yeah. it, and not even think about it not even think about it but the, the world um the world is not the same for everybody sadly at the moment is it and I think it just adds so much more relevance and importance to to, to to the message that you and, and others are trying to spread so uh, massive massive fair play to you and, and and it's it's very very impressive to to hear and very humble to, to to have you share the story with me um uh tell me a little bit about what's coming next for you then big plans i'm sure oh god you know what i have no idea no. i don't actually have massive plans i've recently joined falke uh, brand so I'm meeting them in June, the whole team uh, in Germany. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, we're going to go, going to go for runs and hikes and uh, try on some of their new apparel. Uh, apart from that, it's Oslo Marathon in September and there are a couple of races here and there. But I think my focus has now become, because I've been racing and I've been very active, my focus has become about you need to start running to enjoy it. Mm. Not put so much pressure on yourself, but I have to do this, I have to be part of that. Because that will rob me from the joy that I do this for myself because I enjoy it. And, you know, last year, this time I was running an excessive amount. I think I used to for for others. I mean, it's all relative for others. It might be nothing but 150K a month. For me, that was a big thing. Yeah. Uh, and I don't do that anymore. I, I might run once or twice a week because I'm focusing heavily on strength training. So I'm a strong runner. And that's quite evident in my runs now that I when I run, I well, touch wood, I do try and PB. So that not that that's where it's about for me. Uh, it, for me, it's about having fun and enjoy the race. But luckily, I think the strength training has helped me. So my focus has shifted from being uh, just running to trying to actually become a stronger runner. Yeah. And did did you find at all, uh, just, just a bit of a sidebar, to be honest, yeah. because I certainly found this. Did you find that maybe COVID helped to refocus that? Because I hear from a lot of people, and it's certainly true in me, that I've come out the other side of COVID with a slightly different mentality towards running rather than it just being about PBs and banking miles. It's it's about, well, do you remember when we couldn't run together? Do you remember yeah. when we couldn't do that community thing? Do you remember when we couldn't enjoy it? Well, let's get out and do it now. Yeah, absolutely. You appreciate all those things that we took for granted pre-COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. And I remember in that time, I, I, I ran a lot. I think I did some like marathons just for the sake of it. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people took on running, in fact, in Norway when uh, COVID came and have now there's a huge interest. And you see so many runners on the streets now. Mm-hmm. And it makes me happy that people have found that. 
but obviously yeah things have changed now I think a lot of people have taken it on for their perhaps their mental health to clear their head to get that escape to process their feelings certainly that is the case for me uh, and it's not like okay let me see how uh, what my pace is okay let me see what my... I mean I'm tr- I try and do that but for me that's never been a focus uh, area it's always been about how can I be a better runner and not get injured every bloody damn time <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah, absolutely. And um, and just just as we're wrapping up, you, you mentioned kind of new plans and partnerships and brands. You're a big part of ASICS Frontrunners. That's that that's done now, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I left the team last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, after God, I was in the team for about four years, and I had some amazing uh, time, brilliant friendships. I met some amazing people. Have loads of apparel uh, that I uh, unfortunately can't use anymore now, uh, and so many shoes. And it's been an amazing experience being part of their photo shoot, being part of the team meets, and all those amazing things that came with it. But at the end of the day, what people don't realize, it does come with huge responsibilities. There is a lot that you need to put into your role as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it came to a point where I wasn't able to dedicate that much time to blog posts to reviews and also because at some point I think that it, like, it did come to light that I wasn't perhaps doing it as much as I should have done then I per I think um I was blacklisted at one point whereby you know well that isn't good enough kind of thing right. and I thought you know what at this point then I think it's time for me to move on to other things and so there was no harm done no bad feelings but I want to be part of something where I'm seen and appreciated. And I do think I did uh, amazingly well, contributed. And there are other amazing talents now that they have in the team that can take uh, this journey forward. Mm. So, yeah, I've had my time and I gave it all that I could. But I think my time had come to for, for a change of direction. It's like applying for a job and getting a different job or moving on from one role to another. So, yeah, I, I go come away from it with good memories. But also like a, li- a little bit of sadness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if something's been part of your life for four years, you, you, there's always going to be that that twinge of kind of, oh, I don't really want to leave that behind. But big things planned in future, um, uh, especially from, from what you've said. Um, uh, with Wrapping up then, people want to give you a follow. You're on Instagram, Jevy's Journey. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, Jevy's Journey. Come follow me. Brilliant. I'm sure people will, if they don't already, will pop that all over our bio as well. Um, any Anyone else you wanted to mention, shout out, um, uh, anything else we've not covered before I let you get back to your busy evening? Um, not really. Um, apart from the fact that I think, um, you know, whatever your challenges may be in life, um, always think, you know, have the faith and believe in yourself. You know, I've, I've, I would say ever since I came back to Norway, I've had a lot of um, things going against me, but I kind of just stormed through it. And I just thought to myself, I got this. I'm going to mm-hmm. do this. And my whole point of view has been I will show them where the whole time the, it should have been about show yourself, Jerry. And, you know, that when I changed that point of view, I have actually made myself proud on so many occasions recently because I've been working hard. I've been focused and I'm not necessarily talking about running, you know, in my personal life, in my work life. I've got children I need to provide for. Um, So, you know, just having that belief and trust in yourself that you will overcome whatever you may be struggling with and putting your mental health first, putting your physical health first, because everyone else, literally everyone else can wait you have to put yourself up there and give yourself that importance. And I know a lot of women, especially, don't do that. 
and we we deserve to do that without feeling uh, selfish. So yeah, that is my my last parting message. <laughs> a, a, a brilliant message to end on, and uh, and again, just 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 to reiterate a big thank you for taking the time to come and share your story. Um, very enlightening. Um, lots of inspiration taken from it. Incredible work that you're doing. Thank you so so much. Uh, best of luck with everything moving forward. If anyone's at Oslo Marathon, I'm sure they'll keep their eyes open for you. And maybe if you're back in the UK soon, Nottingham, that kind of area, not too far from Sheffield, we can maybe get out for a poodle, catch up, maybe a park run or something like that. All right. Great. Thank you so much for having me on. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and that, Matt, all the way from Osway, 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 Norlo. That was, that was, that was like, it. that was like you. That was me. Jesus. Rewind all the way from Oslo, Norway. That was Jevy Majid. What do you reckon? Awesome. Awesome. Chai. I loved it. Loved it. The fact that she talked about running, changing, her, not changing her fitness, but changing from being a non-runner. An introvert, shy, no confidence, and all mm. that sort of stuff. But instead, spoke about running, changing her personality, uh, getting all the confidence, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, good, really interesting chat. It's brilliant, and you do see that a lot in people. Like I, I, I don't quite get that because I've just been a gobshite that will talk to anyone whether they want me to or not before I ran. So mm. um, I've always been extrovert as heck. But you do see, and then you see it a lot in the fact like family, don't you? You see people who perhaps are a little bit shy coming into their own and they get confidence through running because it's yeah. such a great achievement, isn't it? Go, and it's all personal, it doesn't matter what you do, but that sense of achievement of I've just banged out this 5K or I've just hit this PB or I've just hit this big mileage for the month, it gives you almost that, you puff your chest out a little bit and yeah, mm. look at me, I can do this. And it's yeah. great because it gives you that confidence in those social situations to kind of put yourself out of your comfort zone, be amongst people at a race, meet people at park run go and do a bit of volunteering somewhere and chat to new people. It forces you out of that comfort zone. And um, and it's amazing to see the confidence and, and the happiness that people get from, yeah. from, from from doing that as well. Yeah, 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 definitely. And another thing that she touched on, obviously, and the cultural difference, it opened up my eyes to educating myself a little bit more about diverse runners that we encounter mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I know it's, it's, it's hard to navigate, Um because we feel like we're scared to say something wrong sometimes when we're asking questions. But I, I feel that we need to ask questions. For me, diversity in running as well as diversity in life is an incredibly important subject and an incredibly important debate. And it's whether it's on um, ethnicity or sexuality or gender or whatever it might be. It's incredibly, incredibly important that the conversation is raised. Um, and I think we've got an opportunity on the podcast to maybe... Uh, showcase that a little bit and and, and, yeah. and to use the small platform we've got to speak to people like Jevy who are on the are on this mission um, uh, around uh, promoting diversity and inclusivity. Um, and I think you're right. It is important to ask questions. I th- think the danger, the fear that you talk about um, is you've got to realise, well, I think, this is my personal opinion, I might be wrong, but you've got to kind of realise that whilst... Um, you can lend a voice to uh, these causes, to these um, um, uh, journeys that people are on from from an inclusion perspective. Your voice isn't the most important one in the room as a white cis male um, in, in really any context. Like we are incredibly privileged um, in the position that we're in and, and, and being able to accept that um, comparatively to, to, to people who, who, who aren't um, of the same ethnicity, gender, sexuality, whatever it might be, um, 
uh, but still think still being an ally without trying to fix the problem yourself because really what we need to be doing is listening asking questions like you said so so aptly and then listening and listening to what we can do about it and i think i'm certainly going to follow jevy's journey more as well as some of the amazing people that that campaign in our running community for women's rights for 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 um ethnic minority rights for for sexual uh, for, for for gay rights lgbtq plus rights um we need to listen to, to those voices we need to not take offense or take things personally and we need to think how can i be an ally and um and and it certainly is a very important thing for me to keep working on and i know that you feel exactly the same and um and let's keep using the podcast that we've got and the conversations that we can have to keep highlighting those journeys and how we can be better allies yeah well said that's what i was gonna say <laughs> oh exactly yeah, almost word for word wasn't it mate almost word for word yeah um but uh but it wasn't all it wasn't all uh seriousness it was it, i no. thought it was a really a really fun chat um she's yeah. she's a, a very charming lady uh she clearly has a lot of um uh, uh backing and support on social media people really really um, uh, resonate with a lot of what she says, regardless of the background that they're from, and I think that's brilliant. Um, and uh, and yeah, I, I, th- I think she's ace, and, and I'm really looking forward to seeing the work she continues to do, uh, both this side of of, of 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 the sea as well as as where she is now in Norway. So awesome, yes. yeah, awesome, as well, yes. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So uh, moving swiftly on, then my fine four foot friend. Um, eek, eek, eek. It's time, isn't it? It it's is. Time. Time to find out what this Parkrun League is all about. So, how about me and you head over and have a chat to Ben and Emma? Okay, let's do it. Me and you, yeah? Both yeah, yeah, I'll be, I'll be there, I'll be there. You're going to be there. I've got, a, I've, I've got a feeling that maybe you're going to have microphone troubles throughout. Like yeah, just like that, just like you're doing there. Well done. Well, good practice. Good practice. Yeah, I'll not be there. I'll be at work. No, no drinking next week. Do you understand? Got it. Right. Should we go and talk to Ben and Emma and find out about this part of the league? Yes, I can't wait. Right then, once again, back without Matt. He keeps ducking in and out, the hungover little goose. Um, but I'm not alone because uh, look who's back, second time in an episode. How lucky am I? It's only bloody Ben and Emma. You alright, guys? Whoop, whoop. Twice in an episode, we've been upgraded now. You have been upgraded. Uh, just, just, just need to phase Matt out altogether, and then you'll be, uh, you'll, you'll be there. You'll be done. Um, so the Seven. reason we've got you back, this could be a regular segment uh, for the course of the series, is to talk about our community challenge. Um, we've just got the Park Run Cup uh, getting to the final stages, as you alluded to earlier, uh, Ben, and um, that's going to be finishing at the end of May, and therefore. Uh, we need something else for you guys to do. So we thought what worked well with the Park Run Cup, what worked well with something we're passionate about, i.e. Park Run. And also let's bring in and, and, and kind of uh, allude, uh, sort of uh, owed back to uh, the previous challenges that we've done that people really seem to enjoy during the lockdowns. The community-based, team-based challenges help people make some connections. And that is what has come to the What the Fartlek 2022 inaugural Park Run League. So Ben, do you want to just throw in and just tell everybody what they want to hear. What is happening? What is it all about? What are we going to be doing? How can they get involved? Just give us a download, man. 
Okay, so as Rob said, Park Run Cup has been a resounding success. It's been exciting having so many people involved. It's really pushed people to get back to their full fitness. Um, it's been good to have people with their back and forth banter. It's brought people together. So we obviously knew that it was coming to an end and we wanted to get something similar um, lined up, but we didn't just want to run straight back into another Park Run Cup. So We've all put our heads together and we've come up with the concept of Parkrun League, as Rob says. Now, what Parkrun League is, it's a community challenge for everybody who, and we don't like to segregate people, but it is for those that like to go to Parkrun. Um, we're encouraging anyone and everyone that whether you go to Parkrun and run it, whether you go to Parkrun and volunteer at it, um, we're encouraging you to get involved. This will be a challenge set over 10 weeks with week one being the 14th of May. So as you're listening to this recording now, that is not this coming Saturday. It's the Saturday after. So what that gives you is just under 10 days to get in touch, to register your interest in taking part. Now, you can either do this. We will we will have a Google document sheet set up where you can do it that way. Or you can message me directly on Instagram. Um, all I will need is, well, obviously, I'll have your name if you message me directly. All I basically need is you to say, yeah, I want to be involved. And your barcode, your personal barcode number from Park Run. So, whatever that is. I mean, I, I can find you on the thing, but it'd be so much simpler for me if you lot would send me your part run barcode. That'll obviously be on the Google sheet as well. That's how we'll be able to keep track of everybody and just confirm things and make sure there's no uh, there's no cheating involved because this will turn into a bit of a team challenge as well. Like we said, we're, we're integrating Park Run Cup with the previous Make Matt Run Challenge. We're going to make it a... Depending on how many people are involved, we're going to split people into teams. Um, we're going to have team captains. We're also going to try and keep it um, localised. So if we get 20 people from Sheffield and 20 people from Bognor and 20 people from the Northwest and what have you, we'll, we'll split people down so that you're kind of in the same region as the other people in your group. Um it's going to be a head-to-head -head with groups, so we're going to have, we're going to there are points to be won um, for numerous things, which we'll go through in a minute. But the idea of it is that we have each individual group is going head-to-head -head with each other, and it, it's like the Make Matt Run, where I think it was Matt's team won the first year, and then Jack's team won the second year. I say year season. Um, Jack's team won the second season. Um, it's going to be like that. So we, we're going all out over the 10 weeks to see which team can win over the 10 weeks. But then we're also going to have an, an individual league table to see who can score the most points over the park run challenge. Um, and yeah, it's to try and get people involved, try and get people working hard at park run, but also working as a team. Um, and that's the main concept of it. So if you're interested and you want to be involved, Google Google document sheet or just slide into my DMs and just send me your part on barcode. And yeah, we will be starting a week on Saturday.
Yep. So good update, Benjamin. It's going to be great as well. And I think the key thing that I wanted to um, just make sure that we covered off on it is that the reason we're looking at putting you guys in into uh, as, as ideally the smaller groups and ideally the geographically um, aligned groups is that we were aware that with the big teams, I think we had about 40 people, 50 people in each team last 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 time in Make Matt Run. It can get a little bit overwhelming and people can perhaps not quite get out of it what they wanted to. We want to help people make some new pals and we're hoping that by getting these little groups, we'll get WhatsApp groups set up for all the different teams. Um, you'll have to nominate your own team captain. You'll have to you'll have to come up with your own team name as well, most importantly. Uh, definitely we need a little bit of banter for the best name as well. And you'll go head to head with the other teams over the 10 weeks. The idea is that hopefully you'll be able to get some part runs together even as you're on your hunt for points. Now, uh, guys, how can people score points? Let's put a little bit of meat on the bone. What's going to, um, uh, what, 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 how's it going to look? How are people going to take part? So obviously Part Run Cup's been very much based on time. Um, so we are going to have some, some points that can be scored by stuff like that. So if you get a PB, um, you will get five points. There is no limit to how many times you can score for that. Um, if, you, if you PB 10 weeks in a row, you're going to get 50 points. If you only PB once, you only get five points. There is no limit on how many times you can get five points for PBing. So that's 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 one of the biggest point earners that you can get. The other big point earner that you can get, and this one is a tricky one. Um, if anybody does this, you, you, you're going to get you're going to get 10 points and a pat on the back from me. But if you can finish the same position two weeks in a row. You get 10 points and a pat on the back because I know some people are fast enough to go out and win a park run one week, but can they go back and win a park run the next week? Um, or if you, if for some of us that don't always finish that high up, if you're finishing in a random position of say like 60th, what are the odds of you working out where 60th is next week? Unless you're on an out and back course, which you could actually do. Um, if you finish the same position two weeks in a row, you're going to get 10 points. It can be so, done, can't it? But it's it's a tough absolutely. one. And, and, the, and the point haul that you will get for your team reflects the difficulty of the challenge. Yep, yep. So you will get a point just for running part run. So you can easily score your points by just... Just turning up. Just to, if, you, if you get to park run and you run a park run, we're going to give you a point so that every week, regardless of whether you're PB, you're finishing the same position two weeks in a row, you're going to get a point for turning up to park run, but we are limiting that just to up to five points though. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so if you go to 10 park runs in the 10 weeks and you run all 10, you're only going to get five extra points for that. So then that takes us on going back to the PB one. We're saying five points for a PB. That's as many times as you can PB. We're also saying if you finish within 15 seconds, of your all-time parkrun PB, which we will be able to see on your via your parkrun barcode and the 5K app. If you finish within 15 seconds, we're going to give you two points. And again, that is as many times as you like. Um, so if you if you finish within 15 seconds, 10 weeks in a row, that's 20 points. Yep. So yeah, and then finally, 
Sorry, Rob, go on. Oh, no, sorry. I was, no, no, I was, I was just going to try and tee you up for what you were going to so flawlessly go into yourself because the point I was going to make was people might be asking, well, why would you only give us a maximum of five points for actually going out and running parkrun? And I would say that it's to encourage uh, an even more attractive point haul and frankly doing a bit of good for the community, which is our, our, our other main point scorer, isn't it, Ben? Absolutely, absolutely. Because as with the group there are so many people that do it anyway and it's great to see that the the fart lake family really do not only just run and enjoy park run but we really help park run by volunteering so many people volunteer already every single week um when we even when we're not doing challenges people are out there volunteering because we know that whatever role you do volunteer wise it is crucial for parkrun parkrun mm-hmm. needs volunteers um so whether you're barcode scanning whether you're run director whether you're car park marshal whether you're pre-event setup or whatever we encourage all types of volunteering because without volunteers parkrun couldn't go ahead we actually went to a parkrun recently and, and the volunteer said without runners <clears throat> there wouldn't be a need for parkrun volunteers but with with without volunteers, you couldn't have your runners. So it's a it's, symbiotic relationship, man. Absolutely. There's there's no not one is not more important than the other, but they are just as important as each other. Um, so uh, as I said, we've got that many people that volunteer week in week out. Um, Fart Lake family doing their bit to ensure that park runs go ahead every single week. Uh, but so we're going to offer two points for volunteering and that is as many times as you want so you could volunteer 10 weeks in a row and you'll earn 20 points um and yeah we 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 love volunteering all of us have done it and we do it and and we 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 really try and promote volunteering in the group because we know it, it is crucial so yeah. We really want to encourage that. And, and over the course of this 10 weeks, I know that the Farlet family, not only the ones that do it currently, but even more people will get involved to earn these points for their team yeah. and, and boost them up the league. And yeah, I think yeah. it's going to be great to see. Yeah, brilliant one, Ben. And, and and you know what as well that I was thinking with the uh, with the volunteering, um, there's probably a few people out there are thinking, oh, God, I'd love to be involved in this, but I'm injured. I've got a bit of a niggle. I've got a bit of a pull, a bit of a strain. I might not be able to run. So what, you know, oh, I can't get involved. Well, you absolutely can get involved because you can gain your team 20 points for getting out and, and volunteering every week. If that's what you were going to do anyway, or if that might incentivize or encourage you to go out, then absolutely amazing. You can play a part in, in the challenge and in your team's performance and in the community as well. Um, that's not all we're going to be doing, though, guys, is it? Because even the, the, uh, and people might be thinking to themselves, oh, God, there's a lot of rules there to remember. Don't worry. There'll be a list of the rules. You'll get them in your teams. You'll get them on your WhatsApp chat and you'll be able to review them and refer back to them each week when you send your results into Ben to do his mag- to work his magic um, uh, and calculate. But we're also be doing some spot weeks, aren't we? Yeah, so to make it a bit more in line with the summer challenge and the Make Mac Run challenge, um, we're going to throw in weekly kind of spot prizes or challenges. Um, so we'll announce those each week, and that's how you can score some extra points. Um, yeah. It could so. be something as ridiculous as purple sign related. It could be fancy dress. It, there's a whole number of things that we've got logged in our mind you don't know when it's going to come you don't know what it's going to be but it's going to earn extra points and if everybody on your team goes out that week and does it 
if you if you complete the task we're going to give each and every person an extra five bonus points yep. for everybody that does it and if the whole team does it in one week we'll yep. give we'll give say 50 bonus points to that yeah, team we'll, we'll we'll figure it out won't we as we go on a case-by-case basis but there's definitely loads of opportunity for extra points and more importantly for meetups for fun um, and for just doing something a little bit different, pushing yourself out of your comfort zones. We know that you lot love doing stuff like this, and we know that you lot thrive in these kind of environments. Let's get on with it. Let's get on to it. Let's make some new pals. Let's make it the best possible thing it can be, um, as I know you guys will most definitely do. Now, Ben and Emma, I've got a gift for you. Oh, oh, I'm ready. For you. Um, now, you may be thinking to yourself then, oh, my God. How many people? How many people signed up for Park Run Cup? Was it about 50, 50, 60 odd? Um, what was the yeah, first? Fifty-four. You think about fifty-four people plus. Make Matt Run had about one hundred and twenty uh, the first series, one hundred and fifty the second series. Who knows how many people's going to be uh, are going to be wanting to take part? And the two of you, whilst I know you love this and you will dedicate all your time to this, you might be thinking, God, this is going to be a big admin task, isn't it? Well, listen. Yeah. I've got something to help. In fact, I've got someone to help. Okay. Okay. Now, he couldn't be on the show today uh, because he's currently implicated in uh, some tax haven scandals that the press have got onto. And uh, and he's lying low for a little bit. He's on a bit of a media blackout. However, what I am gifting you is the massive brain and incredible intellectual wit to be games master slash administrator slash number whatever statman john is going to be back he's going to be yes. he's going to be in a he's going to be in a bema sandwich and he's oh. going to be on, and he's going to be on every single week with us for the rest of this series to help oh. announce where we're up to what the spot prizes are all that good stuff what do you reckon that is really exciting well, statman himself i've just cried a little tear at the thought of that oh and my it, god and, and it wasn't out of your eye was it no <laughs> 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 uh, I, I, I can't say, I can't say my partner's um uh, Emma's gonna be a lucky girl tonight but you're gonna be thinking of Statman John absolutely <laughs> turn around thank you. <laughs> uh, right so uh we get started next time let's get back on track we get started next Saturday anyone can take part they can get in touch with you Ben at Sheffield Strider they can get in touch on the what the fartlet mailbox as well on Instagram Twitter Facebook whatever it is you use you can email us at what the fartlet podcast at gmail.com we'll also be sharing all over the social medias over the coming week uh, uh, the, a link to a Google form that that you can sign up with that as well we'll collate the teams we'll let everyone know we'll get all the admin done we'll keep you updated and this starts on the 14th of May it does yep Absolutely. And we look, we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to seeing people working together to earn as many points as possible each week. That's one thing I want to point out. You, you don't just have to you're not just going to go out and earn one point for running a park run. If you if you run a park run, you get a PB, you finish the same position. So you, you could earn up to like 20 odd points each week per yeah. person. So it's not it's not just one point. If you volunteer, et cetera, et cetera, it's, it, they're all going to add up. So it's it's going to be. It's going to be a lot of admin for me. My uh, my Excel spreadsheets are going to be going a bit crazy, but I will be I will be dedicating time to scan through results and to work out who scored what, what team scored what, and we will have weekly updates on where we're at, who are the highest points earners, which team which team's running away with it, uh, etc. So yeah, yeah we're excited. We're amazing, hopeful. amazing. 
I, I, I think people are going to be chomping at the bit. And I am hoping, I'm expecting to get a flurry of messages into various inboxes of people saying, yep, sign me up. That sounds good to me. Um, so that's not to say, of course, though, guys, that the Park Run Cup is over in the semi-finals. That's going to be running until the end of May. Four big competitors still left in. Um, uh, that will have been announced already. Um, so I'm not giving anything away by saying who it is. Um, but best of luck to uh, to Neil, to Paul, um, to Nadine and to Claire. Um, our last women and men standing uh, as we... Uh, roller coaster rocket ride towards a bit of alliteration unexpectedly there um towards the final on the 28th of may so it's all park run all the time this may guys isn't it absolutely um, um we love park run we know a lot of you love park run let's let's just share the love of park run yep uh, that is a that is a strap line to finish on sir uh, right then guys i will love you and leave you i'll let you get to starting to figure out how you're going to administer this thing and uh, expect a carrier pigeon through your window from Statman John any day. Now, uh, and I'm going to bugger off because I've got to go and find Drunky McGee and uh, and do a roll call. So I'll see you all soon. Oh, wow. That, that sounds amazing. I can't wait to get started with this. It's going to be awesome. Does it? Yeah, really good. I can't wait. What specifically about it sounds awesome and that you're really excited about? All of it. The, the whole, the whole mm. shebang, the whole thing, the, everything about this, what is it, apartment league? But yeah, part run league, yeah, yeah. What, but but what but what about all of it? What 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 is it that sort of within that statement? Like, like the, the the tables and and the moving up and down and all that sort of stuff and like being, in a, being in a being in a league, you know. Mm. Part run. Yeah, yeah. Not not listen to the segment, have you? <laughs> no, that wasn't work. Right. Okay. You just you've let me down. So, I'm not angry. I'm just <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> disappointed um right well you're gonna have to learn about it and then you can sign up like everybody else can't you i know i can learn about it i'll listen to this week's podcast that is a great idea matthew you do yeah. that we could do with listeners, to be honest yeah good okay. <laughs> uh good uh so one thing that i know you know all about though matt it's another old favorite but we're bringing it back because people love it i think you need to hit me with a roll call baby all right, partner, you know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. What? 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 Uh, yeah, it's back. The roll call's back. Because why mm. wouldn't we celebrate you lovely, delicious lot every single week for the amazing things you do with all those runs that you do that, that makes Matt jealous because he doesn't do any. Um, uh, we're going we're to talk all about some amazing people. It's been Vitality 10K this weekend. Milton Keynes have had a running festival. There's been loads of stuff on. So uh, let's get started, Matt. Who are we shouting out on today's roll call? Uh, so Donna's, I think she's shouting out herself here, but she's smashed getting blind all this weekend. So well done, Donna. <laughs> Yeah, Donna got drunk two nights in a row, didn't she? Um, she did. She was in a real tacking uh, last night, yes. So uh, I blame her for me for my uh, my downfall this week. I'm not sure yeah. up to your house to run with you. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, if you say so. I did. I, I did want <laughs> she'll kill me for saying it, but I did. Uh, Sammy, she did. Sammy told me that she didn't hear from her till about four o'clock in the afternoon. And then she got a text saying I've been sick in my hair. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. anyway, well deserved of a roll call, apparently. Well done, Donna. Um, big shout out to Rob Corns. He did the Liverpool 10K this weekend and he banged out a four minute PB. He came in at 54.04. That man is going from strength to strength. We've actually already shouted this out. You won't know because you weren't there, you little tit. We've already shouted out, but once again, a big congratulations to Rob, not just for the race, but also for the announcement that he and his lovely wife, Nick, are pregnant with their first child. So best of luck. Excited to have another little fart liquor in the family. Awesome, awesome. I think uh, Rob's also shouted out Nadine for completing her first triathlon the other week. Uh, she smashed it. So well done, Nadine. Awesome running. This is this is mad, right? You weren't here for this. Uh, you weren't at mm. this park run, were you? Right, get on this. Mm. Nadine rocked up at park mm. run. Um, she did a run and mm. then she was like, oh, I've got a triathlon tomorrow. And we were <laughs> like, oh, you've not really told anyone about that, Nadine. And she was like, yeah. I was like, have you trained for it? And she was like, no, I've bought a bike. I've not really been on it, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, like, she's not trained in the slices, then she's just gone banged it out like like it's nothing. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of training. I know, fair play to her. But I don't, yeah, well the, done, Matt, the, Matt, the Matt Taylor approach, she's been taking yeah. tips, hasn't she? Um, uh, Wayne, uh, good old Wayne, we, he's been absolutely on it this last three or four weeks. I think he was at Blackpool um, a couple of weeks ago, and he's missed out on so many roll calls. Um, but he said that he's had a, a well-deserved uh, weekend off from running. And that should be shouted out as well. You need to know when to rest my friend, but he's also said he can't wait. Uh, Series 7 can't come quick enough. Well, here it is. Wait no more, Wayne, my friend. We are in you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, this one's from Julie, 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 Julie. Uh, yes, never forget, never forget. Uh, she wants to shout out Nick, our very own Nick Finney, for getting me around the Vitality 10K uh, today down there in London. Awesome running. Well done, Nick, and also uh, Julie, Julie, Julie. Ah, uh, and I am I am coming down on the list a little bit, but as expected, the love is of course reciprocated. Nick has also shouted out Julie, Julie, Julie. Ah, uh, 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 it's a direct quote. What he's put. Uh, she wasn't herself, but she smashed our 10k. Out, I think he's meant to say out 10k. It wasn't specifically mm. the 10k. It was the Vitality 10k. So a lot of people there, Nick. Um, uh, love her, and we love her too. Uh, and they both rocked their What the Fart Like t-shirt. So we love them even more. Turquoise takeover. Yeah. Loving seeing all the new shirts as well that people have, have been delivered, uh, had out and uh, been been on the runs this weekend. That's been awesome. Uh, very outdoorsy. Uh, day two of my running comeback. I seem to have developed tonsillitis. Oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. That's an- another of the, of the cursed pendulars, isn't she? Yes, she um. is. It's like it's what? like some it's like some weird horror movie, isn't it? Where it's like Final Destination. You all just keep getting sick um, after going up that bloody hill <laughs> in February. Uh, you'll be back soon, Kate. Absolutely smashing it. Um, I'm sure uh, sooner rather than later. But please do rest up and get better soon. Uh, Nadine on the run. Uh, we just uh, bigged her up. She wanted to shout out Rob Corns um, and Andy Bradley. Uh, the three of them were all at the Liverpool Spring 10K. So huge well done to all three of you. Yeah, well done. Uh, well done indeed. We've got uh, Papa P, the only Penfold that we really care about. Uh, Beth, uh, Jack's missus, um, for her unbelievable 68.5 mile two day Isle of Wight Ultra Challenge. He says he's so proud of her. As, as we all are, very proud of you, Beth. Well done. Awesome running. 
yeah, we're all very, very proud of you, Beth. Now, I, as I would imagine, of course, as, as his dad has uh, taken the time to shout out uh, that amazing achievement by Beth, and it is an amazing achievement. I'll just mm. scroll down through the list because it'd probably be poignant now to find where Jack has shouted out Beth. Uh, no, no. Keep scrolling, 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 scrolling. Keep scrolling. No, it's it's not there because he's busy talking about how he went on a bike ride that day. Uh, wonderful. Um, you're the worst, Jack. Uh, <laughs> uh, so moving on. Uh, Jamie, 3D Jamie, got a PB at Milton Keynes Half Marathon. Uh, awesome. It's surprisingly green around that. I just thought it was all roundabouts, if I'm honest. Um, but I guess it's not. Um, and he, he was another one who didn't know what the fart like T-shirt. So massive, massive well done to him. Well done indeed. So we've got Dunwitness, he's shouting out himself. Uh, course PB on Dalton Charter 10K, 44 minutes with 150 metres of elevation gain. Uh, that sounds horrific. Um, and then he says, got a 21 minute park run the next morning as well. So we're uh, awesome. Awesome. Pretty, pretty impressive, Darren. Good job. Um, run, Bradders, run. Uh, mm-hmm. 40 seconds off his PB at Liverpool, wow. a little Liverpool 10k clanner there, but proud after the consistency because he wasn't feeling great. So, big well done to you. Awesome. Uh, and I think finally we have Dimble Runs, uh, Vitality 10k PB of 55 minutes and six seconds. Well done, Dave. Awesome running. Yeah, absolutely great. Wherever you're running, whether it's Liverpool, whether it's down in London, you sound like you're from London. Um, or Milton Keynes or whatever it might have been uh, dead dead proud of you um, glad that you had a good time thank you for repping the podcast um, not just last week but we obviously didn't get a chance to shout out we did the turquoise takeover last week uh, the week before last uh, great to everyone out of part run in their shirts uh, supporting our Josephine finishing chemo uh, we love you lots and this is why we're doing it and thank you so much for keeping listening and keeping being uh, amazing and uh, yeah keep sending them in every single week and we'll keep kissing your asses. Uh, that that was the roll call, Matthew. Awesome, awesome stuff. Well done, everybody. Uh, we got a couple of thank yous before we get out of here, mate. We have, as always, thank you to Gray and Lindley so for the super awesome theme music. Thank you to Jeve. Awesome chat, as all as always. First time, as I've always, been first time, first time you spoke to her. But keep going, mate. Uh, thanks to Ben and Emma for their awesome chat and part run update, and also for the news of the new part run league, which is going to be awesome. <laughs> Uh, is it? Is it going to be awesome? How do you know? How do you know? It could. We could. Right. For all you know, the Park Run League, you could score points by going round and kicking puppies. That's what we. <laughs> that, that that could be the parameters. You've got no idea what it's about. So how do you know it's going to be awesome? It's going to be awesome because it involves right. our wonderful Fartlek family. Uh, kicking puppies. <laughs> yeah. You go kick them puppies. <laughs> Get, 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 get those puppies. Um, <laughs> good, good. Uh, who else have we got to thank? Have we got to start thanking Jack again for starting to edit this all together? Well, I tell you what, uh, I guess, yes, we probably have. Although I have pretty much wiped his ass the entire way through. I got to a point where I've kind of packaged every segment into the correct format because he insists on having an MP3 format. Um, and also he needs a running order for exactly what's happened. I'll be honest, the time it is, it's taken yeah. me, I could have just edited the podcast myself. <laughs> but I like him to feel wanted. So I guess, thanks, Jack. <laughs> yeah, stuff him. Stop him. Uh, Thank you also to the newsletter guys. We've got Paul Paul Road to London, Claire, Claire Running Mum, Nick Finney at Dirt Monkey and Jamie, 3D Jamie. Awesome stuff they're doing with the uh, with the newsletter every week. It's brilliant. Been- 
Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah they, and and they've kept going through the series break and, and they, they all have. they all put in a lot of work, but especially a big shout out to Claire. Claire, they, they all put in a lot of work, but Claire's the one that pulls it all together, that gets the photos, that's on it every single Thursday, wow. ready for release on Friday. So big love to Claire, absolutely amazing. Uh, also, Matt, big, big thank you to our partners for this episode, Personal Best Ooh. Bests. Do get yourselves yes. over to personalbestbest.com, stick that code in WTF15 and uh, and get yourself a a, a race print. They're, they're pretty amazing. Um, whether yeah. it's, I definitely think you should go for the old turquoise takeover one, but it doesn't have to be. It could be your club vest, a charity vest, anything to co- commemorate. Maybe you want to commemorate that spring marathon, whatever it might be, get over and check them out. Uh, really, really grateful for their support and for the prize they gave us for our series launch. So thank you to them um, and, and do check them out. They're amazing. Yeah, the, the the one with the fart like uh, family T-shirt on is awesome as well. Yeah, love love that. Yeah, apps apps are freaking lootly. Uh, do you want to know my fine four foot friend who we have got on the show next week? Oh yes, please. Oh hmm, yes, please. Um, uh, we have. Got, I don't know what happened there. Um, so uh, we are chatting to the guys behind Cooper Running. Right. I'm, I've no idea. What do you mean you've no idea? I, do I do I follow them? I'm not sure. They're the guys that support Ollie with Run for Your Mind. Ah, I do follow them. I do follow them. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, what? I'm tired. It's it's like twenty past eleven. You're tired. <laughs> Piss off, you little prick. Um. Yes, so we're, we're talking to Cooper running. Um, the guys behind it, they're amazing. Uh, they do a lot to support Run For Your Mind. Obviously, we've had Ollie on. We had Josh on. Last series, we thought it'd be great to find out more about them, how they came to to, to devise the app, the, the whole system, the process, the amazing work they do in the community. Just really looking forward to it. Mm. Uh, it's going to be a really good one. Um, and that is that. Uh, where can people find us if they want to give us a follow, Matty Taylor? Everywhere, so we've got his website, whatthefartlek.com, uh, email whatthefartlekpodcast.gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. We're on TikTok. We're on what else are we on? <laughs> That's everything, really. That's We're on a, a, a couple of pub toilet doors. <laughs> yeah, don't call that number. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Donna. Sorry, Donna. <laughs> uh, yeah, just find search what the fault like we're the only ones. Yeah, yeah. Even find us on Pornhub. Um <laughs> two two lads, one cup. Um what, <laughs> oh, oh that's oh. How could people find you? Let's get out of the way quick and for a while. Uh, at Matty Owls. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm at Little Runner Boy Rob. And that is the end of Series 1. We're back, baby! Uh, and we're very excited to be joining you over the coming months for Series 7. We hope you enjoyed it. Please do give us a share, give us a follow. If you've not rated us yet on either um, Apple uh, Podcasts or on Spotify, you could give us a rating. Make it a nice one, though, please. We're sensitive souls. Um, and, uh, and yeah, let us know what you think of the show. Um, let us know any ideas you've got. But you can be a part of our Fartlek family. Uh, just send us a message to find out more. on Growing online running community. Um, we're just here to help people not feel quite so lonely. And uh, we try very hard to do so. Uh, and that is it, my friend. So nothing else to say except for me. Your runs, as always, continue to be the most wonderful that they can be. Uh, be excellent to each other and uh, uh, be kind or just, just go away. And uh, we'll see you next week. Matt, are you still Kakarin or has that run its course?
Kakar. Apparently it's not what it's cost. Wonderful. See you next week. Bye.